You're listening to the Painkiller Podcast. Foreseeing an endless succession of disasters and tragedies awaiting them beneath the streets of London, Charlotte and Samuel will do anything it takes in order to stay out of harm's way. I'm not superstitious. I just like to be in control. We start moving and my ears start popping. And I keep thinking we're going to crash into the walls at the next turn and end up buried alive under mounds of earth and concrete. And there's that sound as we hurtle along the tracks, that banshee scream, a premonition of our impending agony. So Dad, feeling the little grip on his arm tightening by the second, he tells me to count all the circles, all the O's in Liverpool Street Station. All those tiny white dots on the green and yellow lines above our heads. See how many you can find, and we'll be home before you know it. Clock faces, wedding rings, coffee cup lids, the golden hoops that appear in the darkness like tea stains when we close our eyes. Shapes without beginning or end, without edges or corners, unbroken, undivided, smooth, and round and completely whole and you've got to count them you've got to draw them in your mind's eye thousands of loops over and over clockwise anti-clockwise twisting your neck till it hurts because if you don't you wouldn't even have a neck to twist you'd be a headless mass sprawled out across the tracks it's my third call of the night a woman 55, works at a garden centre in Felton and she's standing next to a railway bridge on the edge of town, very politely informing me she's lost her will to live. And then, I don't know why, but as she's talking, I let my mind wander, just for a microsecond, and this thought it pops into my head. Do us all a favour, you mad, sad, lonely bitch. Jump. I go white, feel my stomach tighten, my heart pounding against my chest, and I can't hear a word she's saying. (laughs) Not now, not anymore. All I hear is, tell her to jump, Samuel, tell her to jump. Tell her to jump over and over until I have to transfer the call. I can't take any chances. First thing in the morning, I email Lindsay, tell her I won't be taking any more calls make up some story about an amazing once-in-a-lifetime job opportunity on the other side of the world. See, I I needed to do something. Because, and I know this time I managed to stop myself from saying anything, but there's nothing I wouldn't do eventually, right, if my brain's telling me to do it, even if I didn't want to do it. Always been the case. And it's, it's normally harmless. You know, avoiding cracks in the pavement and alphabetizing all the cereal boxes in the cupboard. But now it's like, Every time I step outside, all I can think about is how I'm going to push someone onto the tracks and watch them get hit by a train. And it's non-stop. I mean, we're talking a hundred thoughts a minute, and I'm I'm trying to beat them away, but it's like playing a never-ending game of whack-a-mole. They just keep popping up over and over again till I can hardly even breathe or swallow, and I just want to throw up all over my shoes. I mean, no one's safe. 
Not anymore, not down here. Not when I'm around. Last Wednesday, the 10.30 from Paddington became the 11.30 from Paddington because it took an extra hour to count all the circles on all the magazine covers in WH Smith. I get home at one o'clock in the morning and the moment I step through the front door, he starts on one of his inane tirades about how I've been alienating Lucy. Refuses to go into London with me anymore, apparently. And Charlotte, he says... Why in God's name would you fill in all the O's in her copy of Wuthering Heights? I mean, she was in tears this evening. What exactly am I supposed to say to her? I can't see any point in telling him that if I wasn't filling in those circles, one of us would get hit by a train. I hardly think it was the right moment. So I tell him that filling in those circles helps me to concentrate. And that just about shuts him up. Because you need to concentrate in a city like London. I mean, really, that's why you do it. He knows that. He must do. That's why you might be late now and then. If you weren't counting circles. Well, I mean, one day you'd slip on the platform, wouldn't you? And that's it. Lost control. Lucy doesn't have a mum anymore. Lucy's mum is lying dead on the train tracks at Labbrook Grove with shit and piss running down her legs. And there's gormless people with their hands in their pockets crowding around, gawping at her. People who never knew what she was doing or why she was doing it and never even thought to ask. That's what they don't understand. This isn't some game, some superstitious lark to pass the time. This is a matter of life and death. Dr Harper said she didn't think I had a violent bone in my body said I wouldn't harm a fly, called me such a lovely boy. That's what she said, with a straight face. <laughs> I swear, she said, you go to the nearest tube station and sit yourself by the tracks, wait for someone to come along, watch what happens. But, see, I'm not this harmless, compassionate, good Samaritan they all think I am. I mean, I won't just push someone onto the tracks and watch them get pulled by a train. I'll actually enjoy it. Probably end up going home tonight having a nice long wank over how good it made me feel. I mean... Jesus Christ, I've got no choice. This is who I am, it's in my blood. I wonder what mum and dad will tell the neighbours when they see my face all over the news. Front page of the Evening Standard. Last Samuel, sadistic train killer. He was such a lovely boy. Bet Dr Harper will have a licence revoked too. Should have sent me straight to the police station, sends me here instead, down into the labyrinth. Feeds me all this phony cod psychology about confronting the monster within. There's a woman. A few feet away. She's looking at the round or the tube sign at the other side of the tracks. Bet she wouldn't hear you coming. Wouldn't even realise you'd done it. Just... Just put your hands on her shoulders and then quick shove could even say it was an accident. Maybe this will be the last one. And once I've counted it, I'll never have to think about them ever again. Because there'll come a point when it stops. I know there will. There'll come a point where I can get on a train or, or take my daughter into London and the only thing I'm thinking about is the air coming in through my nose and out through my mouth. Not those, those thousands and thousands of circles everywhere all at once. 
is still there. I don't know what it is, don't care to know, but something is there telling me to reach out, trace that circle on the other side of the platform, telling me that if I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to get hit by a train, and if I don't do it within the next 30 seconds, it'll happen to Lucy one day too. Only when it happens to her, it'll be even more excruciatingly painful. And in those brief agonising moments before her death, she'll wish she'd never been born. So, I mean, really, what fucking choice do I have? How could I even risk letting that happen to my own daughter? What kind of a person, what, what kind of a mother? Mother, would that make me? You're a parasite, Samuel, at the end of the day. I mean, you can pretend all you like, you can spend all your time making those calls, you can surround yourself with nice things and be all friendly and lovely to everyone you meet, but you are who you are and you are not a hero. You're, you're not Theseus. You're the Minotaur. Look at her. She's already halfway there. Just give her a shove. Go on. Do it. One push. One more. Reach out. Touch it with your fingertips. Just get it over with. Just feel the curves, unbroken, undivided. Be in control. Be in total control. Wait, don't. <sighs> You're right. I must have slipped. Do you need? I mean, uh, is is this a train? Well, I don't think I can. Uh... So sorry. This, this is really quite. Um, look, I'm sorry you had to. I think I ought to oh, just. I could, I could come with you, if you like. I mean, if that's not like maybe just half the way. No, no, I, 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 could, I couldn't. Please, honestly, it, it would mean a lot. Well, well, well. I suppose you might as well. You've been listening to God of Circles by Billy Brooks, starring Amelia Bullmore and Tom Rosenthal. God of Circles was directed by Max Elton, with sound design by Marcus Rice. Through the Painkiller Project, Bitter Pill has been collaborating with emerging playwrights since April 2020. Visit our website, bitterpilltheatre.com, or follow us on Twitter for updates on upcoming submission windows. If you would like to support the work we do, please consider pledging to our Patreon to make a donation that would be repeated each time a new play is released. Alternatively, you can make a one-off donation through PayPal. Any donation made would mean the world to us. For more information, follow the links in the description. You can also support the project by sharing it with your friends and giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening.